What's happening, friends? Welcome to Tuesday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Amy, you good? Yeah, good. You? Yeah, doing pretty good. I see uh, a couple stories here on my desk that I didn't get to yesterday. The first one was that housekeeper that may have stopped the mass shooting at the All-Star game. Did you see the story at all? I didn't. Okay. So, three men and a woman were arrested Friday night at the Maven Hotel in Denver after the housekeeper alerted police to a large stash of guns and ammo in their room. Whoa. Wow. And you got to wonder, too, as a housekeeper, like, what's the rule? Mm -hmm. Do you tell on stuff in a room or not? Well, I mean, that maybe. Right. I don't know what exactly was in there, but even then, do you just tell your boss? And then did they tell cops? Mm -hmm. Yeah. The hotel is near Coors Field, which is the site of this year's game. Uh, festivities began a couple days ago. The home run derby happened. The All Star game is, I think, maybe tonight. Not sure. Raymundo's All Star game tonight. Yep. Uh, police confiscated. Get this: sixteen rifles, ah! more than a thousand rounds of ammo, and here is not that the rifles weren't enough, but sixteen uh, pieces of body armor. Yeah, I mean, I think if you see that, that's when you definitely go to your boss. Or the cops immediately. Yeah, whatever the protocol is, because that's not, that's something where, like, you are probably get a feeling of, like, okay, these people are not up to anything good, and I don't want anybody to get hurt. The room was on the eighth floor. Police think they could have been planning a Las Vegas-style shooting. Ugh. One of the suspects who posted a message on Facebook recently saying he was planning to, quote, go out in a big way. This is amazing that she caught all this Uh before it happened. Amazing. I'm amazed that these people would, one, allow the housekeeper in the room. Not smart on their part. Two, they wouldn't have all their stuff hidden in the room, just laying out. It's a lot of stuff. Where do you put it? In the closet? Cover, I, I, surely. So, but thank God, right? Yeah. yeah that do not disturb thing. Put the thing handy. on the door. <laughs> like, what the? Like, I do that. Just, I don't want people going through my stuff. Here's a clip of some of the witnesses. Jenica Adkins, Susan Siverson, and Courtney Fearing. It looked like National Guard members like ran through the lobby, went down into the garage, we presume, and then like brought out mail in handcuffs. Heavily armed, walked right out of the elevator. We got back probably three hours later. Definitely was worse, it seemed. There was actually like a whole group of policemen out front, crime scene unit. So our balcony faces directly towards Coors Field. There's no building in between. You just the balcony, you can see straight across to Coors Field. And I think of things like the Vegas shooting, like that's where my mind went actually. So thank you to whoever reported what they saw because they could have circumvented a catastrophe. I mean, that's what it seems like, right? They looked right down on the stadium where there were going to be thousands of people. They had all that Weaponry, ammunition, the body armor. Mm -hmm. By the way, there is no reason anyone should have body armor if you ain't in the military or you're not a police officer. Or if you're not, like, in that body armor, man. Like, I have guns. I think normal people should be able to have guns up to a point as long as they haven't been idiots before. But the body armor, that's a no-go for me. No, you're just trying to do something bad. Are you at that? Is the turkey going to shoot back? No. 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 Mm -hmm. Not yet, anyway. <laughs> They're working on that. Stuff. Yeah, those turkeys are pretty smart. <laughs> anyway, I saw that. Shout out to that that you know, housekeeper. Yeah, it's amazing that she was able to come across that. Before we get going in today's show, I also want to do a rejected segment. This is one segment. Uh, can you hit that, please? Rejected segments. Oh. And I'll give you the story first, and then I'll give you the rejected segment that Scuba Steve sent in. Oh. Which Scuba Steve's quite responsible and is kind of the, the guy who's... 
Like, hey, let's do this. And I'm like, that's a great idea, executive producer Scuba Steve. Here's the story. A Wyoming rancher was pinned under an ATV for two days after a rollover crash and survived the ordeal by drinking bottled water and beer. Frank Reynolds, 53, was rounding up livestock on a neighbor's pasture when his vehicle tipped over on top of him Sunday, dislocating his shoulder, breaking his ribs. It was scary is what it was, he told the newspaper. He honked the ATV's horn until the battery died, but no one heard. The badly bruised rancher was able to access water and keystone light from his cooler until concerned friends and family organized a search for him Monday. They found him a day later. So thank God he's okay. The rejected segment is Scuba Steve said, hey, let's get someone on the show just to survive on water and beer for two days. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think you could. Not a bad idea. I feel like you we've could. all done it before, like in college or in our early 20s. I feel like it's possible. We yeah. spin the wheel and the person has to survive yeah. just on beer from we water do, for two it, days. A controlled environment. We, we watch to make sure they're okay. But that mean, is a... That was rejected segments. Oh. What are you saying? I was just saying, saying glad he had water because that's what you need to survive. But then also the beer probably came in handy in case he was like scared or hurt in any way. It helped. Or just wanted to have a good time. <laughs> you know, just, if he was just like sad. and Exactly. Like it could help numb out the terrible situation. That he's in. On the phone right now is Justin in Iowa. Justin, what's up, buddy? Morning, Bobby. Morning, studio. Morning. I was wondering what the chances of maybe getting you guys to come play the Raging Idiots at the lake we're at. Oh. <laughs> what, what lake? Do you guys have uh, jet skis? Come on. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I mean, of course, they're all over the place. Yeah. Uh, Eddie and I are basically doing three shows this year. Um, and that is we're doing two festivals. Bobby Fest in New Braunfels, Texas, Bobby Fest in Wichita, Kansas, and then the State Fair in Syracuse, New York in August. Which, by the way, it's at like a 2 p.m. They have like headliners in the middle of the day in the, at a fair. Ours is like 2 p.m. on a Friday, I think, in oh. Syracuse. Okay. I saw some of the B-teamers going like, we got we got to work. <laughs> <laughs> well, call in sick. Yeah, and some of them were getting out of work. Hey, Mike, will you make sure that's the August 20th is a Friday? Uh, but yeah, we're not doing that many shows. We're playing the Grand Ole Opry in August, but for the most part... We're, we're letting the real live musicians and artists do their thing and catch up a little bit. But I appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, we're just kind of talking, just kind of wondering what it'd be like, how hard it'd be to get you guys to come to Iowa and play something. Maybe 2022. Maybe we can do that. We love coming to Iowa. Yeah. Well, I appreciate oh, yeah. that call, we though. we got all kinds of stuff for you guys to do. Bring the crew. All right, buddy. Thank you. All right. See ya. Thank you. Yeah, it's Friday, August 20th. We play at 2 p.m., and Nas plays at 8 p.m. Ooh. And then the next day, 98 Degrees and Brothers Osborne. Oh. Huh. Then the next day, Foreigner and Train. <laughs> Can we stay for that? It's not like some good shows. <laughs> but yeah, that's the ser- it's the 20th, Friday, August 20th. You guys, if you're in upstate New York, come on over. All right, let's go and open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Bobby, I would like to stay anonymous. I am newly engaged. My fiancé has never told me where he got my ring from, just alluded to it was a store. I'm pretty sure he got it from a pawn shop. I found what I think was the receipt, which I'm completely okay with. I love my ring, and spending thousands of dollars for one is absurd to me. However, curiosity is getting the best of me, and I want to get it appraised. I need to add it to my insurance, and I am prone to breaking and losing things. My question is, do I tell him I'm getting it appraised? And if I do, is it wrong to tell him it's just for insurance purposes and leave out the store? I would love to know what it would have cost compared to what he spent. The thriftier in me is excited, but I don't want to hurt his feelings. Longtime listener, first-time emailer, love the show. Congrats to you and Caitlin. Love, curious fiancé. 
Okay, here's an easy answer. You, you don't do it secretly. You say, hey, we have to get this ring appraised for our insurance. I had to get Caitlin's appraised. Like, had to. I actually had the appraisal at the jewelry store. If you don't have one, you have to, because if you lose it or it gets stolen, you're just SOL. So I think that's an easy conversation, but you don't do it behind his back. I think it's, hey, we have to get this ring appraised. Do you want me to go do it, or do you want to go do it together? That's just what it is. Because if he finds out you secretly went and appraised that ring, and he thinks you did it for any reason other than why you did which, let's be honest, you are doing it for a little bit of shady reason. Tell him, hey, we need to get this appraised. Let's go. Do you want to go with me? Do you want me to do it by myself? That's it. And if he starts to go, no, I need to do it by myself, then be like, why? I want to go. I want to. This is an awesome ring. If he starts to do it, I want to do it by myself, then you can start to go, hey, why? Anything you'd like to say about what I had to say, Amy? No, I mean, I totally agree with it. I think he needs to be included on it. And if y'all, I mean, you're about to get married, and I don't know how you're going to handle your finances, but a lot of your stuff is going to be joint, including this ring. It'll be part of your insurance policy that you share with him. So absolutely include him. You appraised yours. I think, well, It's my, the adult responsible thing, isn't my it? My husband did. <laughs> oh, oh, no. <laughs> oh. And let me say this, too. Mm-hmm. If he got it from a pawn shop, who cares? Who cares? Do you love the ring? Did you love how it made you feel? Do you love how it makes you feel now? Okay. If you felt bad about it. Feel good about it, good. But let's not, let's not be all ring shaming where you get stuff from, you mm-hmm. know? I got ours from a guy behind Waffle House. Oh, nice. <laughs> do you ever get that appraised? Why do we need to? <laughs> no need. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I did it. All right. There you go. Close up the mailbag. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. If you want to send us an email to the mailbag, you can send it over. Morgan number two, where do they send it? They send it to bobbybones at mailbag.com. That is not right. <laughs> mailbag. <laughs> Say it. There you go. <laughs> mailbag at bobbybones.com. There you See, everybody's asking, is Morgan a button I push? <laughs> no, it's no, not. No, it's Mom. not. <laughs> mailbag at bobbybones.com. <laughs> See the picture of that woman? I guess she was going so crazy they had to duct tape her to the seat. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. That'd be crazy to ride on that flight. <laughs> trying to get out there. Because you know you'd be taking pictures like on the sly. Because uh-huh. sometimes I'll see somebody famous and I'll try to take a picture of them like on the sly and you kind of, you know, act like you're looking at your phone. I'll be doing the same mm-hmm. thing with her because you know what? On that flight, she would be famous to me. Well, yeah. it's like at the zoo too. You can mess with a lion because it's behind a cage. Like she can't do anything to you. So you can put the phone right in front of her face. Yeah, but I wouldn't <laughs> want her to know that. And then, gosh, there's just so many uses for duct tape. Oh, it's hilarious. <laughs> She's being an idiot though, right? Yeah. Yes. And there's not a lot of options when you're up in that tube 20,000 feet in the air. Mm-hmm. An apparently unhinged woman was duct taped to an airplane seat last week. <laughs> After she allegedly attacked the flight crew and tried to open the door of the aircraft mid-flight. The flight crew did what they thought they had to do for the safety of the flight. This is American Airlines 1774 from Dallas to Charlotte. It was delayed for around three hours. Then, an hour into the flight, a woman who reportedly had what a flight attendant described as a mental issue and started saying she needed to get off the plane started banging on the exit doors. Video posted on social media showed the gray-haired woman with silver duct tape over her mouth. Oh, my. Oh, the mouth, too. Why? And her arms and body seemingly taped to the seat. Pleasant. She could be heard screaming, you, 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 as passengers exited the flight. Through her duct tape? Sorry, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Here's a clip from the video. You, 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 you. 
If I'm just guessing what happened here. She's having a... If I, let me just speculate with no knowledge other than the story I have on a piece of paper. If the flight was delayed three hours, I would assume that there's some drinking or... You can't really drink on a plane anymore. Before. Oh. At the airport. Okay. Three hours. That's the possible for sure. This is just a possibility. Now, what I'm always afraid of is, and I haven't in a long time, but I used to take sleeping pills. I won't take them on an airplane anymore because I'll do something like this and I'll be the duct tape person because <laughs> I won't remember it. Because it, like, blocks part of my brain. Like, that could have happened. Because to me, I'm either going to be, like, doing number two in the aisle or that. Oh, wow. Because I can't handle certain chemicals. I don't know what I'm going to do. So that is what I would... Like, she was triggered in a bad way by something. She tried to get out the door. The whole thing's wild. It sucks. The Seeing somebody duct taped to a seat, though, I would not be able to stop staring. you imagine if you were a kid and that was, like, your first flight and that's what you saw? Like, you'll remember that for the rest of your life. Passengers were told to keep their hands on their heads and not film anything during the last okay. hour of the flight. Okay. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Despite the video request, some did get images of the flight complying with the request. One pastor called it the scariest moment of my life. I mean, wild story, man. And you hope this story doesn't come out tomorrow and it's like, oh, she was suffering from this. And we're like, ah, oh, we're mean. Right. But I don't I don't know. If that happens tomorrow, I'll come back and be like, oh, we're mean. Okay. But that, I would not have been, keep my hands on my head. Right. That what, seems what, what, like what's happening we're here? not under arrest. <laughs> yeah, what do we do? <laughs> I think it's just like keep your hands out and like not on your phone. How about keep your hand, keep your hands to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> no, no kissing. <laughs> keep my hands to myself. Um, okay, enough. <laughs> Bobby Bonshaw. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. Jimmy Allen's children's book, My Voice is a Trumpet, is out today. He explained what the book is all about. You know, and just, just telling them that uh, it's okay to encourage other people. It's okay to, when you see things going on that shouldn't, you know, stand up and, and be a voice for those who don't have one. Mickey Guyton has a new album coming out on September 24th. It's called Remember Her Name, and Mickey co-wrote 15 of the 16 songs on the album. Here's a clip of one of the songs, Black Like Me. It's a hard life on easy street Just white painted picket fence as far as you can see If you think Miranda Lambert enjoyed 2020 because she got to get creative with her music. I definitely think 2020 allowed me to sort of uh, get a little more creative and and have that homing pigeon moment um, and, and do the Marfa tapes. And I think that it just, it gave me time to really create without worrying about the, the business part of it and just actually creating songs. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. Come on. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. Paulina Garcia, she's having a bad, bad year. Her daughter passed away in February, and she's battling leukemia, and she has to sell her car because she doesn't have a lot of money. So she gets on Facebook Marketplace to sell her car. A buyer comes, and it's a 2002 Ford Focus. She's selling it for $650. The buyer comes, finds out her whole story, like, what's going on in your life? And he says, you know what? 
I'm not buying this car. I'm going to give you the money, but you can keep the car. Wow. So it's her car, and uh, she doesn't have to buy it. She doesn't have to sell it. That's a great story. I don't think I'd trust it at first. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, Facebook scammer, huh? I know. What do you want me to do with this money? I know. That's so sad that our mind goes there. Well, it's everybody's been scammed. Yeah. Amy gets scammed out of a cat. Then she gets a legal check put in her account. And then she spends it. Now she's tra- chased by the cartel. It's a whole thing. <laughs> yeah, it happens. What's happening with that, by the way? Oh, the check went it, I know it's in, but no problem? Oh, yeah, no problem. Like, everything's fine. I guess we, I mean, I don't know ultimately if it was going to maybe be a scam. And then they got scared. Yeah, radio. Yeah. <laughs> we got them. Uh, but, yeah, we got them. And then, yeah, we've been matched with another cat. You have been matched with another cat. <laughs> yeah. Is then, this a scam? I mailed off another spot. Oh Same people? <laughs> no. Oh, no. Different. This one, that one's in Louisiana. This one's in California. How did they get that cat here? I'm going to go get it. it. It's like lives close to where we have a friend, like in summer. So like that's going to be like our little summer vacation. I'm going to take Stashir there, a little girl's trip, stay with our friend Mary. And the person's house is like, I don't know, coincidentally, like an hour and... 30 minutes away from there. So it'll be easy to go pick and it up. And you don't think this is a scam? I mean, the lady was like, hey, how about I just meet you at the airport and give you the cat? And I'm like, no, I think we'll come to your house. I'd feel better not rushing it. Like she said, I'll meet you at the airport when you're flying out. And I'm like, that seems weird because now I have a plane to catch. And what if you're late and you don't show up and then I have to get on the plane? Why is there always something weird it's about It's always this? a wrinkle, huh? <laughs> it can never just Why? be. I know. But she sent me a video of the cat this morning. It looks live. <laughs> it looks like I, mean, I, I don't want what's happening here. Right, right, right. Because that's not good news. That, that, I, I don't know. It's that's TBD not, news. Yeah. Your story's great. Yes, it's we, fantastic. Let's not forget the reason we're here. The reason for the season is tell me that's something right. good. Eddie, that's a good one. That's Thank what you. it's all about. That was tell me something good. Here's a wedding story for you. Which, by the way, when do you have to get your wedding license? Marriage license, I guess it's called. I think every state's a different, but here, maybe like 30 days. Like within 30 days of the wedding? Yeah. Oh, I'm fine. We haven't done that yet, but we're fine. Uh, 2020 was a very untraditional year for weddings. So here you go. These are the wedding traditions people wish they could get rid of. Okay? Okay. okay. We can comment because you guys have been married and I'm yes. about to be. Number one, the bride's family should pay for it. That's one of the top traditions people want to stop following. I agree. I mean, her family's not paying for ours, but I'm a grown man. Mm-hmm. I'm paying for ours because I'm a grown man. If I was 22, I wouldn't be a grown man. Right. <laughs> you would you're be different. Now, or you're yeah. 41. If I'm broke, listen. <laughs> you want that tradition. I yeah. feel, I'd yeah. be like, I love this tradition. <laughs> right. I was about to say that tradition is circumstantial depending on various factors. The age of the bride and the groom, the but listen, financial stability of the parents. I'd have been broke. And if her family had been broke, I'd have been like, we'll just figure it out together. That's what people do, I think. Absolutely. Yeah. But like if her parents say they're not broke and you're broke, what are you going to do? <laughs> Be broke. <laughs> no. Have a broke wedding. You're gonna and let you know them what? That's okay. Um, next up, not seeing each other until the ceremony. Dumb. I don't think that's dumb. I didn't do it, but it's not dumb. I think that it is just what whatever the people want to do. I don't think either way is dumb. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to see her. It just seems weird. Like, uh, here's why? why? Here's why. Here's why. Man, and I don't like to be emotional, and I'm, I'm already walking in my mind through trying to not get emotional. Like, I'm visualizing her walking down the aisle and me just not getting emotional over and over again because I want to be able to pull off my part of it. But I still want to experience that like, whoa. Not, oh, here she is. Let's take a picture together. You know, before the wedding. I want to experience that like with everybody else. Like, oh, wow. Holy crap. 
Now, everybody doesn't have to want to experience that, but that's what I want to experience. Yeah, I guess that's the reason for it. I want to experience that entrance and like this, <sighs> that feeling of, <gasps> that's what I want. And so, I mean, I'm as responsible for that decision in our marriage, wedding, as she is. Because that's what I want. Yeah. I don't know what the dress looks like. I don't know anything. I'm sure she's going to show up. Let's <laughs> <laughs> be honest. Uh, the bride should wear white. People want that outdated. Why? They want that. Want that. I- I'm, well, because originally white meant virgin. Right. I get it. I get that it doesn't necessarily have to mean that anymore, mm-hmm. but then it's like, oh, great. Then you look I mean, like everybody else, by the way. But honestly. So what if they only wear white if they're a virgin? Oh. <laughs> Let's hey, keep it real. <laughs> my mom wore You have a lot blue. of people lying about being a virgin, honestly. <laughs> what? Oh, I was just like, my mom wore blue, which I always thought was weird, but then later in life, we learned she was pregnant with my sister. So. Oh. <laughs> the bride's father giving her away. People say eliminate that. I think that's sweet. Yeah, what? Sweet. yeah if sweet. yeah, if he's around, do it. The um the the slight hiccup in ours is I you know, she'll be doing a first dance with her dad. I don't have a first dance. So we're just like moving past it because my mom's not alive. And so it's like there is no mother son dance. Mm-hmm. My dad, my biological father won't be there. Or I would just dance with him. Do you want to mm-hmm. dance with me? But I don't know him. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I did. I'd have to dance with Ray, though. Ray's shorter than I am. So at least, at least I could feel like, still like, you know. <laughs> the garter toss. People would eliminate that. Fine, fine, eliminating that. That seems dumb to me. Are y'all going to do that? I have no idea. Like the toss the bouquet Who and knows? toss the garter? Oh, the garter. Does the guy toss that? Yes. yes. Oh. So you pull the garter off of her awkwardly yeah, while she so sits weird. on a chair. You don't have to do that. Do that with my but then, teeth. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's Some what they do. Some do that. that. Yes. yes. Oh, then I'm going to do it with my tongue. I'm going oh, next level. Oh, <laughs> no. I think she can just take it off and hand it to you as well. They would do garter toss and toss the bouquet. I, I'm fine with that being gone. I don't care either way about that. And then here's the one that I don't like and don't want is throwing rice or bird seed. Like when people walk out and they do the goodbye. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. I don't know if that's in the, I don't think that's in the cards. Don't do gravel. Don't what do rice. Or, I don't know what you guys are grabbing. <laughs> we don't want any of that happening, okay? You can do sparklers. What a great. Pinwheels. Throw, throw sparklers at them? No, you hold <laughs> oh, just the wave sparklers them. Okay. and they walk <laughs> Light them and toss them at us as <laughs> you walk by. You can do pinwheels. You can light those little snakes as we walk through. Oh, nice. Let's, throw poppers. Here's one extra one. The bride promising to cherish and obey her husband. I can tell you one thing Kayla will not be saying. If I'm just going out on a limb, no, obey. <laughs> so she's doing I her. may be actually putting that in mind. <laughs> what? But she's, y'all are doing your own vows, yes. right? Yeah. Yes. And mine is a rap. What? I go, Eddie, give me that beat. And then, <laughs> yo, yo, yo. <laughs> I'm glad everybody is here today. I got my girl, Caitlin. She's on the way. See, I start saying that before she comes down. Like, I walk her down. <laughs> then, you get, then you're going to get pulled quick. She's going to be like, ah, right, you stop that. She's going to hook me with that cane <laughs> yeah. from the old school, like, 1920s act. So they pull him off stage with her neck. Stop that right now. You're not really rapping it, are you? Who knows? <laughs> See, I'm glad you're standing behind, beside me right now. I got a lot of things to tell you. And they go, wow. Because when I... <laughs> I think we should do it. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Caitlin might either love it or roll I'll tell her you eyes. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> Amy's notorious for having texts, emails, just the red dots at like 320, text messages at like 280, where I have no red dots on my phone. Like we could not live our lives differently in that way. Right. Red dots don't bother me. If I get an email from someone at work going, hey, can you 
give me details on this and I know I don't have the information right then, it drives me crazy that that one red dot is there and I won't look at the email because I know it'll be gone and I'll forget about it. But I'll go home and immediately do it. You don't. No. You're like, we'll see what happens in uh, mm-hmm. March. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe you well, check on it. I'm not that irresponsible, but I mean, it happens. So what? So tell Eddie what you did. Well, so I cleared all my texts. I went through. I can't remember what how I many? told y'all I had G- the give other us day. A, give us an idea of how many. It was over 130-something, wow. maybe. But texts, too, are weird because texts you need to get to. Yeah. Emails not you all get. These. Sp- but emails you get spam emails. It's like, Gap's got a sale. I, I don't give a crap. Right, a lot of those. However, mm-hmm. texts yeah. is always people reaching out. You don't get text spam. I do. No, Occasionally. Not or I get like appointment verifications and then I know that I And that's I've why got you click why and you click yes for verification. Right. <laughs> so, or like there's a group text where maybe there's 15 people replying or something and then I never go back to it. So that, I think that's how it adds up so quickly. And others I just genuinely do miss. It's unfortunate, but they just get so far down and okay. then whoopsie. So... I went through and I cleared every single one and I got it to zero. I had no red dot only on my text. Did you miss anything? Were you like, oh, I wish I would have seen this text? Yeah, there's a few people I replied to from a few months ago. I was like, hey, I was like, so sorry. I genuinely, I didn't mean to miss this. Like, what's up? So followed up on some things that that got left hanging. They were like, do you think Tom Brady wins the Super Bowl? (laughs) Right? So I felt good about that. Like that made me feel good. Uh-huh. And then I I saw the, the just the clean slate there over on my text, like no red. And yes, I felt accomplished in that moment that I took the time to do it. And a few minutes later, I felt, mm, it's fine, back to normal. I, it, it did nothing Do you have me. any now? Yeah, it's, it's already a little back red. <laughs> <laughs> but I did get it to zero and I took a screenshot for proof. Yeah. And I think now I'm sitting at three. Not, but why can't you right now? Look at those three right now. Pull them up. Oh my gosh. Okay. Let's see who these three are that Amy's ignored. Yeah, let's okay. see if any of them oh, are spam. Shoot, now it's at four. Okay. Oh. <laughs> so Go six. ahead. Okay. Four would be a text that just came through. Okay. Not important. Oh. <laughs> They're okay. listening right it now. It is important. I'll get to it later though. Oh, my friend Jill and Heather from Saturday. Okay. But they were replying to something I already knew. And I could see the text. Same, same. They put, that's all they replied. Uh, but how hard is it to just push it and make it go away? My husband and somebody else on a group text, it's fine. And then also something notifying me that I paid my therapist. <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah. No, wait. I bet now. Hold on. Let me go check the one that just came in. And okay. Uh, back to zero. It's that drum roll. I know. But so just, I mean, that's just how it shows me how we're so different, though, because I really don't care. Yeah, no, I don't have a single dot. If it's an up, you need to update your phone. We'll do it at midnight tonight. I'm like, no, 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 please do it now. Please update <laughs> oh. the phone right now. <laughs> My computer does that, and I don't know how many times I've probably clicked what the, the drop down that's like, remind me tomorrow. <laughs> Gas tank on full. Phone fully charged. If my phone's not fully charged, if it's at like 80 and there's a charger nearby, I'm plugging it into mm-hmm. the charger. We just live our lives a different way. Mm-hmm. Yours, you're, The way you live is just as good oh, as no, the way I know, literally, like, go out to the garage and my gas tank is on uh, empty. Yeah, right now? Literally. Yeah. It's the light came on my way here, and I was like, I'll make it. <laughs> I, mean, my, I filled out my gas this morning and then got an extra gas can and filled it, <laughs> and it's in the back seat. You would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Health officials are warning U.S. residents of a disorder that's affecting millions of people, cell phone addiction. Excessive phone use can result in hampered ability to think creatively, dread, anxiety, or irritability when the phone isn't available. I do say, I can tell I do not have a phone addiction. Really? You don't? Is that no. right? Are you sure? I. You're if, looking at it right now. 
I know, but if you were to take this, I like it. When's the last I time? I love it. I want some more <laughs> yeah, of it. You're addicted. But if you took it away from me. Oh, you would kill me. I would be. <laughs> she would kill me. Yeah, like, You'd be like, give me my phone right now. <laughs> I would be fine. Okay, what? when is the last time you spent a number of hours away from your phone or intentionally put it away and did like a phone detox? Yeah, without Caitlin taking it away. Like nothing. Just I don't you. know because it doesn't matter. It's probably happened many times and I just no. don't remember. It it. No, it's never happened. <laughs> I don't believe I have a phone addiction. That's the problem with addiction. No, I don't. Oh, yeah, denial that. is the first thing. It really is. I love it. I use it. It's a tool for me. Much like I'm not addicted to the hammer. What? Mm-hmm. But if I needed it all the time, I would be hammering stuff like Stop. When I used to roof houses, yeah. I was hammering away. What? This is this yeah, not just an analogy. Stop with the dumb analogy. Hammer. At all. You guys think From you have, a job you, you had have phone when you addictions? were 16? No. It's been no, in my pocket I, all morning. I haven't even looked at it. Yeah, I'm able to put it away. Like, there's been weekends where I just completely put it away. It's not a big deal that if I don't have my phone for an hour, I start to itch, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's an addiction. Got some voicemails last night. Let's play them for you. I've been listening for a long time, but I haven't heard y'all do Employee of the Month for a while. What happened with that segment? Well, it's today's the 13th. Mike, do you just want to do it today? It's an easy one. You have one? Yeah. Hmm. There's an easy employee of the month this month. And I hate to... Amy, you don't know who it is? I'm thinking. It's the easiest employee of the month we've ever had. Is it you? (laughs) He gives it to himself. (laughs) Wait. It's me. (laughs) That'd be hilarious. I mean... Easy. It's the but easy easiest, because something must have happened. Easiest they, employee of the month ever. Easiest in the history of employee of the month ever. Yeah. Ray. No. Mike D. No. You. No. <laughs> Eddie. Who walked from West Virginia? Oh, oh yeah. yeah, Eddie. Even okay. I was like, what? Oh, who's sorry. It? Who yeah. Is it? Oh yeah, that's solid. I should have done it already, but I didn't. Employee hey, of the month is wow. Eddie. Hey, what do I get? A parking spot. No, no. Scuba Steve never hey, got a parking spot. You get here so early in the morning, mm-hmm. have all of them. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I, you I usually do. You have my pick. all the spots. Cool. Yeah, we didn't draw that one out, but Eddie, you are the employee of the month. Thank you. Thank you. No, seriously, what do I get? Well, you get at some point over the next month, you get to pick a segment we do. Oh, okay. Any segment I want. It's like, hey, I'd like to do this as a segment. Okay. <laughs> I feel like I can get that anyway, but okay. And, you, and Lunchbox <laughs> isn't here again today, but when he comes back, what we'll do is... Because oh, I know no. he won't listen to the oh, podcast. No. Let, oh, boy. Let's, do you guys want to string it along again and make it oh. the, the last two are Lunchbox and Eddie and then pick Eddie? No. I think, that, I think that's a great idea, but. I'm no. just kidding. I'm just kidding. But. It's me. It's me, right? It's me. <laughs> You know, he's going to get so annoyed. <laughs> All, right. All right, let's, uh, let's, here's the next voicemail. Hey, Bobby. Hey, studio. I am an emergency medical technician and a firefighter, and I start my first fire job ever. I'm really, really nervous. Do you guys have, like, any advice for me? Anything. <laughs> I would greatly appreciate it. Thank yeah. you. I'll give you a couple things. I don't know if it's advice, but number one is you got the job you're wanting. Congratulations. It's awesome. You've trained for this. If you didn't have this job, you'd be upset because you're like, I trained for this. How did I not get this job? So be happy. You get to be nervous about something awesome. Like, and here's the second thing. You only have a few moments in your life where you get to be nervous for a good reason. And you're nervous because you have an awesome job that you've always wanted. So yeah, nerves aren't fun. But the reason you have those nerves is pretty awesome. So respect that. Know that they're going to go away. 
because they will. The longer you do something, the better you get at it, the less nervous you get, and we're proud of you. So there you go. You're out saving lives. That's pretty awesome. The Show. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So you can now use TikTok to help you find a job. They have put together TikTok resumes. It's not live, and it allows users to put together video resumes to help catch the eye of potential employers. Oh, well, it's like, watch, <laughs> I'm dancing. Oh, look, I'm eating watermelon and mustard. Please hire me. <laughs> no. It's all the dumb trends. Yeah. It would be more like job-oriented, yeah, yeah. and you can search jobs at tiktokresumes.com. So employees can search, and employers can, like, post things to put things out there. Love it. Mm-hmm. I mean, TikTok is dominating right now. I haven't posted in a while, but I do still watch scroll. and scroll it's all the time. to watch on there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Louis Vuitton has teamed up with Wilson, you know, the basketball company. Oh, company. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they came out with a limited edition Louis Vuitton basketball. You know so, people will pay for this crap, Oh, too. they will, for sure. Wait, like, let me guess how much. Is it over mm-hmm. a thousand bucks? Yes. It, it, you, oh, you say that like it's way over a thousand Well, yeah, bucks. it's Louis Vuitton. Like a purse is about this size. And but costs. a purse you can use. Well, What's so know, special you, about this? You, it says LV on it. I'm, I'm positive. <laughs> That's, That's all crazy. it is. Yeah, it's the LV NBA basketball. How much? It's Wait. got the iconic monogram all throughout the leather. More than 3000 It's $2,210. And so, you know nobody's going to play with this ball. A designer basketball, they might for a little bit, but then it's probably mostly for display. It's a. I have a uh, Andre Dawson, 1977 Rookie of the Year signed baseball, right? I'm a huge Cubs fan. And so uh, once we had a friend whose kid was over and he was like, hey, let's play ball. And I was like, there's some balls over here. But he went to a different part of the house and grabbed that ball oh, and started no. throwing it back and forth. <laughs> And, and now there's scuffs all on it. Oh, no. And that was a ball that wasn't supposed <laughs> to be thrown or used. He was like, bouncing it on the ground. That's the same with this. If I said, hey, yeah, just grab one of the basketballs, and they use this one, that kid would never come back in the house again. <laughs> That's yeah. a ball not to be used unless you're like a multimillionaire basketball player. Yeah, I know, but listen. like, Don't I, but listen to me no, with this one, Amy. I don't I'm, know anything you can say after but listen. To okay, I'm just right. saying, our mall happens to have a Louis Vuitton and a Gucci store. Door, and the, I'm shocked every time I go to the mall. The entrance I go in happens to be right by those, and I walk by. There is always, always a line, line yeah. to get in those places, and I'm like, what? How, how? Especially, I mean, even in the pandemic, we didn't. We were uncertain about the economy. Not Louis Vuitton and Gucci. Well, those things also <laughs> you can use. Their purpose. I mean, it never deval- goes down in value really too much. I mean, I don't. I, don't, I have no idea, but I'm saying with that, you can. It's a purse. You can use it. You walk around with it. The basketball. Set it there. Anyway, yeah. I'm done. Okay. Well, speaking <laughs> of spending money on things, Charlie Daniels' luxurious custom-built tour bus is for sale. Sometimes the Raging Idiots, y'all hit the road for things. Maybe y'all should buy Charlie Daniels' bus. <laughs> it's only uh, $250,000. Er, yeah, two fifty. dollars Which <laughs> for a tour bus, because a nice new one's about a million bucks. Yeah. This one was originally built in 1994. But it's it, been updated. It does updated. look good, and it's red, I think. Ooh, that's pretty cool. Has your name on I it? I don't. I don't need a tour bus. We don't tour enough. And <laughs> one time we, we had Leonard Skinner's tour bus, right? One time we had one of the. Uh, who are the the two guys? I wish I knew, but the boo, the boo. I wish I was a Those little bit guys, taller. Those two guys. No, the two <laughs> white kids who are kind of like rapper. <laughs> what? Huh? <laughs> Chris what? Cross? No, they're not. They're the, not white. <laughs> no, they're not white. It's the two. The two, one's, uh, who cares? One of them lives here in town. I don't know. We use their tour Low bus. Cash? No, they're, they're like pop. Okay, I'm sure I'll know. think of it. I don't remember, man. All right. So, hey, turn the music down. It's like, 
right, never mind. Yeah, we'll think of it later. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So shout out to Officer Luke Polly with the Harper Woods Police Department in Michigan because he's just doing his job responding to the scene of a rollover crash on a really busy highway. And his body cam and dash cam footage shows him running towards a burning car. Dang. And a woman is heard yelling, someone's trapped in the car, someone's trapped in the car. And shout out, like I said, Luke Polly, he hopped in, saved the woman from the burning car. Didn't phase him. One, you're running into a fire. Crazy. Right. Two, that car might blow up. Yes. Although they normally don't blow up. But, but yes, it might blow up still. Might. And then three, two cops just put my Bronco to the side of the road. So shout out, yeah. oh, cops everywhere. <laughs> the driver was taken to the hospital for treatment and is expected to be okay. So yeah, just wanted to say thanks Love to it. Luke. And they said, Luke said, hey, I was just doing part of my job description. Love our police officers are out sacrificing every single day, making sure we're safe. The, 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 that is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Blows my mind that some of these old video games are selling for what they're selling for these days. An unopened Super Mario 64 game from 1996, which is if you had the Nintendo 64. Mm, yeah. And you got it. Let's say you just lost the game. You put it somewhere, packed it away. An unopened from 1996 sold for $1.56 million. What? It's not like there was a gold bar hidden in the game. An unopened Legend of Zelda game from 1987 sold for $870,000. That's original Nintendo. But it's like these are now considered super collector's items in mint condition, just like old baseball cards or (laughs) paintings. Isn't that wild that a 1996 unopened Mario 64 game for a million and a half dollars? I'm, I don't know what to say to that. Yeah. And who like, buys that? Exactly. <laughs> who buys that and why? Other collectors? That- or it's just one person. <laughs> He's got all of them. All the unopened games. Anyway, I saw that this morning. Blew my mind. Uh, here's a voicemail we got last night. Uh, this is voicemail number one, right? Amy, I have some morning cornies for you. Here they come. Why can't you reserve a room at the library? Because they are booked. Where does a fish keep money? In the riverbank. And when is a door not a door? When it is a jar. Well, she did a whole routine there. Yeah. That's one joke. <laughs> well, I like it. Thanks, everybody, for coming out tonight. <laughs> She's out. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's go to Amy and get the morning corny. The morning corny. What does a panda use to make pancakes? <laughs> what does a panda use to make pancakes? A pan, duh. <laughs> <laughs> That was the morning corny. Mm -hmm. Amy, your son wants a new pet. Yes. And it is a parrot. Oh, yes. And it's going to be amazing. And I've just got to figure out what kind of parrot. There are so many different parrots out there. I don't even know if some that are like actually parrots, but they're like cockatoos or I don't know, but they look like a parrot. I'm Do they just, all talk? Well, because if I'm getting a parrot, oh, you I need that thing one. to talk. Yes, yes. So I, we want a talking one. And I, again, I, I'm in the beginning stages of research, but I know that our listeners are amazing. If any of them have parrots, like I'll take all the feedback. But I'm pretty pumped about this. The thing that makes me nervous, though, is a traumatic event from my childhood. So we are getting a cat, and then now we'll possibly be getting the parrot. And when I was younger, I had a bird. And the cage hung in my living room. And at Christmas time, I wanted to decorate its cage with Christmas lights because I thought 
it needed to be festive. Well, we also had a cat that while we were on Christmas vacation visiting my grandparents, like started playing with the Christmas lights and it scared the bird and had a heart attack and died. So we all didn't need to suffer that trauma with you right then. I know that's a pretty bad story. I know, but that's what makes me nervous about having like a dog and a cat and a bird. It's like I need everybody to get along, and obviously I won't make the same mistake. But I I need that trauma with her. (laughs) (laughs) Now I'm sad. (laughs) I need the the just everybody to get along, Mm -hmm. and that's a lot of pets to have in my home. I'm looking at prices, appearance. Yeah, a cockatiel, a cockatoo. A, a cockatiel. Oh, there's a lot of different ones. 125 but yeah. bucks to 200 bucks. Okay. Is that green? Yeah, they, they, they have little green ones. The white average ones. price is 162. Mike, will you find me about uh, which ones talk? Because I ain't buying a pair unless it talks. Yeah, we need the talking one. Next up is a kikik. C a i q u e s. I said it right. Okay, oh, for sure, for sure you did. <laughs> um, How much is that? A thousand dollars. Okay, got to talk. Amazon parrots around a thousand bucks. An African gray parrot. Ooh. Average price is twenty two fifty. Oh dang, that's a lot. Oh, and by the way, let's not let it be lost that when a parrot talks, that's amazing. It's- How does a bird talk? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so wild to me. Now it just repeats what you say, though. You know, it yeah, doesn't. It doesn't have it. a conversation. Like when we walk That's in. That's all you guys doing here with me. I say something <laughs> funny. I hear it like three days later. What? <laughs> just repeat it. Listen. What? I can't wait to come home and then we train it to when we walk in. Will it be like, "Hello, family"? Well, no. My no. Aunt, it has to repeat. Yeah, my like, aunt had oh. one, and her and her husband's name was Marcos, and she and the parrot would always say, "Marcos, where are you? Marcos, <laughs> See? where are you?" It's not repeating. <laughs> Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. Because my wife, my, my, my aunt would say, Marcos, where are you? But I mean, he didn't have to hear that. For, once he learned it, he would he said say it. over it. and over. Exactly. Yes. So like once I teach it, hello, family, it'll just okay. say it. <laughs> I mean, I can't wait. And when Bobby, when you come in, it'll be like. Amy's going to be Jack Hanna at her house. They're going to have animals. <laughs> They're going to go over. Okay, here's the leopard. You're going to be Tiger King. Yeah. So you're getting a cat. Some yeah, crazy cat, cat. Cat will be here soon. Getting a parrot. My my parrots got. We got to research the parrot. It's not happening right away. My great aunt had a parrot or a talking bird. I don't know what it was. And she had a monkey. Oh yes. And that monkey is a little monkey, spider monkey thing. He used to throw crap at us. And then it got old and bit somebody. Mm. And yeah. the next thing I know, I was gone. I don't yeah. know what it's happened. A zoo. I don't know. When, I heard it went to a farm. <laughs> sure, go with that. I was on Instagram. And I got a message from an account with a blue check mark. Had a hundred thousand followers, and it said, "Hey, you're." under copyright infringement if you don't reply to this we're going to shut your account down in the next 24 hours like hit this link sign up it had a blue check mark on it and so I hit the link and it said put in your username <laughs> looked legit I put in Mr. Bobby Bones which is my Instagram it said put in your email I was like or your uh, your password and I was like I don't, I don't think I'd better do that so let me get out again so I messaged the account and I was like hey uh, what picture did I put up because I don't put up anybody else's pictures and they were like, you've had a lot of complaints. We need to know it. you're going to be shut down the next 24 hours. They started talking back to me. Weird. Because the account also said automated account. But it had a blue check mark. And I was like, I'm not doing it. And I showed Caitlin. I was like, this can't be real. What I think happened was they hacked into somebody that had a blue check mark, switched their name over. And then they were able to go have a blue check mark temporarily to try to steal other people's names and passwords. Crazy. I almost fell for it. <laughs> I put in the first couple letters of my password and was like, I better not. Oh, that's close. So, and I told him, I said, I know Zuckerberg. I'll call him up. I'll make sure we're all good. Oh, you told him that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did tell him that. And they were like, well, good luck, sir. So now I'm kind of scared they're all going to shut me down. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe 
Maybe they are real. <laughs> but no, it had a blue check, and, and it was it was like I am dot official, but it's like O F F I C I E L. It was slightly misspelled, but had a, but I didn't give it up. I didn't do it. So if my account goes down today or I get hacked, because one of the guys I know, he got a, his account was hijacked by like people in Turkey, and they have it, and they're like posting on it, and they're like, all right, you want it back? Our Dusty Slay, the comedian, had his Facebook taken over by people in another country, and they were selling bags on it. What? Like handbags. How do they do that? They get the password, they get the account, and then they have it, and they can do whatever they want on there. Wow. So don't give people your passwords. I almost did it. It's good. Yeah, that's it. Mike, do you see that? That wasn't on there the other day. Now they have pictures up. But they almost got me. What are you looking at? Dusty Slay's? No, I no, am official. His, oh, I'm a f- <laughs> you even say it wrong. Yeah. I'm official. Yeah, because they wrote it wrong. <laughs> but how did they get a blue check mark? I don't know. That was very difficult to get. Yeah, even for Amy. Yeah. Like- <laughs> <laughs> tell, tell people what happened to you. Okay, so I got an email notification from American Airlines with my, you know, AA rewards number attached to it that I had a flight last night from LAX to Nashville. And I didn't book a flight. At all. And so I'm like, is somebody flying back and traveling under my name and my AA number? So I called the airline to try to figure it out. And this is, you know, yesterday. And there's a four-hour wait to talk with someone, which is very normal. I've been dealing with that with any summer travel. And I did the option where, hey, we'll call you back when it's your turn in line. So four hours later, they call me back, but I missed the call. (laughs) So I I was so annoyed. So I haven't been able to get an update as to what is happening. So I will talk to them today. But it's very scary that someone like traveled under my name with my rewards number. By terrorist. For sure. Yeah. Where were they flying to? From LAX to Nashville. Are you sure you just didn't accidentally book something? No. Yes. Hello, wine. Trust me, I did. <laughs> I kind of didn't trust myself. You're so. doing some parrot research. <laughs> no, I went through. Well, maybe and it's looked your cat. No, okay. no, I'm flying Southwest for that. I I checked credit cards, everything. Like I have no payment to American Airlines for this flight. It's very bizarre. So we're we're Call looking today. into it. My husband's looking into it. We're all looking into it. Like it's a thing. Call today. Mm-hmm. Be available for a callback. I am going to be. Let us know tomorrow. I was very mad when I missed it. <laughs> and don't put your password anywhere, guys. Period. Yeah. Are you more excited or freaked out that the U.S. military is testing an anti-aging pill? Oh, um, I'm not freaked out. That was like some Captain America stuff right there. <laughs> That'd be mm-hmm. awesome. Mm-hmm. The U.S. military is reportedly ready to test an anti-aging pill. It is being referred to as a human performance small molecule. If it works... It is going to improve areas like endurance, recovery time after an injury, also response time. Because this, this is the professional athletes will get this secretly. Oh, yeah. We have to start testing for this. Mm-hmm. I would take it. Because here's the thing military wants soldiers to be able to stay alert, right? And be able to be better soldiers. Yeah, that's still a little bit scary. Let's go. Give me <laughs> one right now. I'll take it through any of my holes. Come on. <laughs> Because, yeah, what are the side effects? Oh, like, probably oh, yeah. yeah. You grow like a third <laughs> arm. Stuff. When you're 60, a third arm of here. No way this is good for you. Right. Uh, the war against aging is being fought as we speak in the United States military, which is ready to test a new anti-aging pill. The reported benefits, again, all that stuff. Response time even. Mm. Ooh. Do you look younger? I don't know. I'd like that to happen. <laughs> That'd be cool. Although I just haven't been that focused on, like, I don't do anything to my skin. Mm-hmm. I probably should. 
I don't even. Like I don't even exfoliate. He means like wash his face. I don't even wash my face, Eddie. Yeah. yeah. Like you know what I do? I put it under the water uh-huh. <laughs> in the shower. That's yeah. it. Your shampoo is your face wash. Yes, I was about to say yeah. that. <laughs> I just so whatever soap I have on my hand when I remember to wash my face, that's what I wash my face with. And Caitlin's like, "Aren't you worried about your face?" I was like, ah, "My skin, nah, not really. You know, my forehead getting some wrinkles. Okay, I'm supposed to." That's what happens when you get older. That's right. The only thing about me that I guess is staying sort of young, it's just like hoodies. Your style. Yeah, like sometimes I just wore comfortable clothes and sometimes those comfortable clothes happen to look like Justin Bieber when he was 13. <laughs> <laughs> but if the U.S. military said we're testing out a pill, would you like to have some? Amy, would you take it? I mean, I guess I want to see what other people deal with. I'm not totally opposed to it. I just worry about these soldiers. And then like... Sure, it's healing them physically quickly, but then what about emotionally? What if it helps them emotionally? <laughs> we never know until we take it. Yeah. I do some, that just seems like some Captain America stuff it right does, there. It does, for sure. Come on. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. Diane Feenstra saw a high heart rate warning on her watch, an Apple watch. It said 169 beats per minute. Which is wildly high because I will be working out and I keep mine. I just now have been exposed to an Apple Watch. Pretty cool. I don't know that it's worth it if you're just generally wearing a watch. But I wear mine when I work out. But it gets up to 150, 160 when I'm really cooking. It was at 169 for her for just chilling. Wow. Which is crazy. And she was like, "Uh uh-oh. So they take her to the hospital. She goes, they're like, you had a heart attack. Wow. She was like, What? And so if it wasn't for her watch telling her that her heart went way up and that heart attack, they wouldn't have gone gone in and saw that she had a blockage in her widowmaker artery. <gasps> widowmaker, that's mine a good name. No. <laughs> I don't care if it's a hill you're snowboarding down that's or That's a terrible name. Yeah, that's a terrible. Uh, but that the, artery can make you a widow. Yes. <laughs> or can make somebody make else somebody a widow. Else. Or make somebody else. Wow. It's the widow. Yeah, your artery good. won't make you a widow. That's Eddie. true. Not yeah. me because I'm dead. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but the Apple Watch saved her. They, they were like, hey, you need to go. Your heart rate's high. But I tell you, I like mine. I don't think I'd recommend it, though, unless you have some. Yeah, but I mean, that's the best PR ever. It saved a woman's life. Mike, do you had one you, and you lost yours or something? It broke. I don't see you rushing to get another one. No, I was good without it. Doesn't you, yours remind you to breathe or something sometimes? It's the stupidest thing. It'll go, you need to breathe. No, it's not stupid. It's, it's actually stupid. a Trust me. to be reminded. Sometimes to- I look at it and go, you're stupid. No, it's like, take. it's reminding so you to take breath So when it says that, breaks. have you not taken a breath in like a minute? Sometimes I hold my breath just to make it mad. <laughs> I'm like, I'll show you. And sometimes it goes, you need to stand up. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you need to sit down. Yeah, you don't tell me what to do. I'll stand up when I'm good dang ready. <laughs> this Apple Watch telling me what to do. Probably listen to everything I'm saying. Oh, yeah, for sure. It, is. it tells you to stand up. Yeah, I would just go, hey, you need to stand up. You need to move around this hour. And what do you say? Shut up? Uh, well, I just take it off and lay it on the table. I say, stand up now. <laughs> you don't got any legs anymore, do you? That's funny. All right. Well, that, it's good. that was a good, good story, huh? Mm-hmm. We tend to take everything good and yeah, put a little it, spin on it sometimes. It, yeah. All right, there you go. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. You know we want your calls. Hit us up. 877-77-BOBBY. 877-77-B-O-B-B-Y. I will in the next segment or two tell you about something I bought that's completely life-changing for me. And I was like, everybody needs to know about this. Oh, okay. And it's not uh, cheap, but I thought it was going to be a lot more expensive. And what I've done with them that has completely helped stop some problems in my life. Okay. Just get yourself ready is all wow, I'm going to say. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Uh, let's do the top songs in country music this week. 
At number three, Jason Aldean, Blame It On You. I could blame it on whiskey. I wouldn't blame you if you didn't even miss me. Gave you a million reasons, girl, not to be with me. At number two, Cole Swindell, Single Saturday Night. Sitting over in the corner, baby, I saw pretty red lips working on a And at number one, Chris Young and Kane Brown, Famous Friends. I've got some famous friends you probably never heard. He was really nice, and I've said this before. It was really nice. It's Cole Swindell. I'm going to tell you a story about Cole Swindell. And I know he's not up early enough to hear me say this, so this ain't about that, but I was on his Instagram. First of all, he sent me a pair of shoes. Like He sent me two pair of shoes over the past year, like he'd see something in my life, and he'd send it over to the house, a pair of shoes. Sent a pair of red ba- basketball shoes once, then he sent a pair of golf shoes over. And I don't hang out with Cole, so it's not like we're close enough friends that he should be doing this. He's just such a nice guy. And so... I, I was looking at uh, his Instagram story, and he put a picture up of him and some old T-shirts. And it was one of Crook and Chase, who they, if you grew up when I did, and you listen to country music or you watched them on TV, Crook and Chase did the countdown. It was Crook and Chase's weekly countdown of country music, and I loved Crook and Chase. And it was they were like the Casey Kasem, but of the country world. And so he had a Crook and Chase shirt on, and I was like, dude, that is the most legit shirt I've ever seen because <laughs> I love, and even had a chance to, to spend a little time with Crook and Chase. And he's like, I'll send it right over to you. I'm gonna get it, I'll get it washed if you want it. And I'll send it to you. Oh, my god! I'm like, who does that? <laughs> That's awesome. Because it's not like he can, if it's a vintage shirt, it's not like he can just go buy another one. Right. And it's not like that was $10. Vintage crap's expensive, yeah. even if it's crap. Not that that was, but I'm saying sometimes you'll go to a store and it'll be like, Huey Lewis in the News, 1986 tour. It's got 19 holes in it, $400. Like, <laughs> what is happening right now? But, yeah, that's just my little sidebar to tell you guys. Because I always want to know when the people that I look to, to like take in their art, their music, their acting. I like to know if they're really as cool as they seem. And I got news for a lot of folks. Some of these artists ain't that cool and they ain't that good of people. But some of them are. They're great. And Cole Swindell is one of them that's just fantastic. Like A plus, chef's kiss of a person. Mm. Thank you. Didn't even have that plan to say. But I got good sleep last night and I'm I'm shot out of a Woo. cannon today. I feel like that song, I feel, it already like made it to the top at no, some here's point. here's what happened. Is, Single, play Single Saturday Night again, please, Ray. It's not that it made it to the top. It's that it's taken so long. He played it under St. Jude Radio, or he played it like last oh, year. Wow. Okay. And it's taken that long. All That's right, yeah. Crazy. No, it is It Did is he bizarre. play it at St. Jude Radiothon? He played it at something last year. And the bizarreness is that it took so long to get to number one, but it is going to get to number one. Yeah. And then other songs just shoot straight to the top. But here's the thing. For some people, like a number one song... Nobody knows them because they go and they come. The, the country charts are rubbish, right? They're rubbish. <laughs> rubbish. They're all passed. They're just passed along through record labels. I read this, and sometimes we go, well, that top three sucked. But sometimes there's a song that doesn't even hit number one that's amazing. Mm-hmm. So I read them to you because it's fun to talk about. And sometimes yeah, I, have I, like a good, I have a good Cole Swindell story. Have- like, hey, like that's that's we've maybe hung out twice ever in our life. But like that's the guy that you hope he is in country music. That's the guy. Yeah. And Hold I up. learned something. Because if we'd played a game and you said that, name a Cole Swindell number one song, I probably would have already named that one. It hasn't even hit it yet. By the way, it's just been written on my screen from Mike D. He's in this Friday. Did not know Oh, oh <laughs> nice. <laughs> I did probably not more. know that. <laughs> well, now I got to be embarrassed when he comes in because I was like giving him a back rub on the air. You know what you I mean? No, you don't have to call it that either. either. Uh, coming in Friday morning is David Lee Murphy, Cole Swindell, and Shy Carter performing their, their new song together. How about that? Awesome. There you go. Uh, number one pop song. 
And Old Town Road was never a pop song. Uh, ne- never a number one pop song. Oh, wow. Which really? Was, which was weird. Yeah. Um, Lil Nas X, Call Me By Your Name. Call me when you want. Call me when you need. Call me in the morning. I'll be on the way. Call me when you want. What's crazy about the Lil Nas X and the big controversy of It's Not a Country Song? Now they're trying to make this Nelly song a little bit of country song. It's the same. Uh, right. Mm-hmm. Like, stop it. Like, make Nelly a country song. Great. Little Floor George Lines. With, but don't but don't say all... You can't say one is like a song that's someone coming from like the hip hop world and go, well, that's not country. And then another one is like, don't be hypocrites, country music. Mm-hmm. To me, they're both great. Let's go. If people like them, we let that determine what gets played. But don't be hypocrites. Don't 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 go. Well, we we're never going to play Lil Nas X old. And by the way, no one's playing it now because it's not current. But back in the day, this ain't a country song. OK, but we're going to play Nelly a little bit, which, by the way, I like the song. But let's not be hypocrites about it, Country Music Radio. What else? I'm on one today. <laughs> Brace tell. yourselves for today. Can tell. Maybe you have the number one like <laughs> alternative or something. I do. Imagine Dragons. Follow you. That's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is a good one. I was trying to think of a story. I don't have one. No Imagine Dragons story? Never met him. You so- did it. Yeah. Or I guess we didn't meet them. We I saw just the guy saw them. like a cutoff t-shirt. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, I wonder whose security that is. Mm-hmm. Nope, it's the lead singer of Imagine Dragons. Yeah. <laughs> cutoff t-shirt and cutoff shorts. Yeah, and I, I can that. respect that. Yes. Because you know what? Guy just wants to be comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> if there's one thing I, I respect is being comfortable later in life. Let's go over and do the news. Bobby's Big Stories. Well, some interesting ones today. A 15-year-old in Ohio was at home with three other kids when someone tried to break in. But the kid chased the guy away with a samurai sword. Oh, wow. wow. Oh. Yes. Okay. A man is in jail after deputy said he tried to break into a home where four children were inside. According to family members, the kids called 911, and the 15-year-old celebrating his birthday chased the suspect away with a samurai sword he recently bought on vacation. Dispatch first received a 911 call about 1 p.m. Wednesday. The kids were 11 to 15. The father pulled up home surveillance on his phone and saw the man causing damage to his property, including appearing to hammer the pool. What? I mean, you can't destroy a pool with hammering it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, why? Okay. Yeah, that's kind of a dirtbag thing to do. <laughs> right. Why would you do like, that? Like, just steal my watch. You don't have to go and break my pool. <laughs> right. That's going to be expensive. According to a 911 call, the suspect broke, to, broke a window and tried to get into the house. Here's a clip from WHIO-TV7 in Dayton, Ohio, of the father being interviewed. They screamed and ran and hid in the closet. And our oldest boy, he actually grabbed a samurai sword and ran after the guy. It takes a special kind of someone to just, you know, break in your house that way. You know, especially after seeing the kids. Like, I'm more worried about uh, tonight when they go to bed. Don't you wish that kid would have just stabbed him? Oh, man. Like, ah! (laughs) Yes, I told y'all about my plan. I have my African spear by the door. And that is my plan of attack is to charge and point the thing right into their abdomen. Wow. Like a movie. If it goes well enough, that's mm-hmm. what will happen. Second story. Police worldwide are looking for a woman who allegedly took advantage of her job in a big way. Police say she was working as a currency packing assistant, packing stacks of money into cases for banks, betting shops, and other businesses. They kept large amounts of cash around. She disappeared with $10 million. Ooh. Police say they believe she packed security bags as usual, but instead of sending them out to the customer, she snuck them out of the building in a trash container and then loaded them into a Mercedes-Benz minivan with stolen plates. How much did she make off with? Police say the woman who was missing took almost $10 million. Wow, she's gone. It was four Where? days before anyone noticed the money gone. Wow. Mexico? Something like that. I don't know. I I don't know. Like, Mexico, though, has 
laws and sure. cops, but I guess you can just you pay, can them, pay off. them off. That's why they go there. That's what I hear. But I don't. I still don't <laughs> want to go there to pay people off because then you're dealing with the cartel. A currency packing assistant, right? That's what mm. she was, packing stacks of money into cases for banks, betting shops, and other businesses. So it's places that had much cash, and they have to have somebody, I guess, go. Okay, let's contain this and can take it to the bank. But she wow. was just wild. This has to be more than one person oh, involved in this. I though. was thinking that. Like, it's and we haven't planned. seen Lunchbox in about five days. <laughs> yeah, he maybe finally we won't. did it. This is it. He finally did it. We never see him again. Yeah. Uh, let's see. And finally, one more story. If you're having trouble finding the love of your life, you may just want to wait a few years because, according to a scientist, there will be more options than just human companions. Dr. David Levy insists that relationships with robots may become more commonplace in the next 30 years. Oh, my gosh. He believes there will be no stigma attached to marrying a robot by the end of the century. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, end of century, maybe no stigma, but... There's still stigma... On crazy things from a long time ago. There's still stigma on Tinder. And you're going to tell me we can bang a robot or whatever? (laughs) Oh, what? (laughs) Okay. I think they Man, just said. On I think they just said companionship. <laughs> That's what they meant, Amy. Well, no. no, there was more to the story. No, it says I just left that part out. Just as it's accepted in most countries, we can marry people, so sex robots and marriage robots will be accepted. <laughs> That's what it says. Okay, is accepted in quotes? No. Oh. I don't believe it either. I'm reading you the news. Oh, I know. <laughs> this is hardcore. <laughs> this is cutting news. Had it. We find out Galen's a robot. <laughs> what? That'd be crazy. All of a sudden, she she's drinking water and like pours it down her her shoulder accidentally. She starts smoke comes out of her ears. Come to think of it, I've never seen her drink in front of me. Okay, that is your news. Close it up. Those were Bobby's big stories. Are you guys ready to say? Oh my! Oh my! Oh my! A surgeon discovers 27 misplaced contact lenses behind a woman's eye. What? 27? Following the loss of 27 contacts, a surgeon had to go and remove them. She's 67 years old. She was unaware that she had lost the lenses. She had thought, well, I'm just getting older. My eyes are uncomfortable. I keep losing my contacts. And they went in. She had 27 (laughs) contacts shoved in her eye. So, like, she thought they had fallen Mm -hmm. out, but they had really just rolled back. Mm Mm-hmm. Quote from the optometrist, we've never seen anything like this before. It was a massive crowd of lenses. The 17 were glued together. The other ones were in different places. Oh. Say it. Oh, my. Oh, Oh my. my. She's an older lady, though, right? 67. Yeah, but that's not 100. No, you're right. You're right. It's not. I mean. When we were kids, 67 was old. Very old. And now Now 67, like Sharon Stone's in a thong on Instagram going, look at me. Is she really? I'm 67. (laughs) I miss that. Why that? Not that exactly, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. 67 is different. Yeah, 67 is very different. I think what the comparison that really got me was the year that Shakira and J Lo did the halftime show at the mm-hmm. Super Bowl. And, and they're, they're up both there in their 57. 50, no, <laughs> and they're 50. No bones. But then Blanche on Golden Girls at the time of filming that show was like 50. So, I mean, think about that. That's how it's changed drastically. Yeah, 67 is different at this point. 67 is the new 50, Eddie. Okay. Here is uh, voicemail number. Play this one from last night. Bobby, I was, uh, I binge watched all your uh, breaking Bobby bones the other day. I really got into that truck driving one. As a driver trainer, I was on the edge of my seat. Watch your RPM. Watch your RPM. Downshift. Hit that accelerator. Oh, I was, yeah. You did a good job. Good job. I love the show. It was great. Thank you very much. You can watch it on Disney+. Plus. 
Our final two episodes are this week on Nat Geo, the, the, the live show. I think it would be fun to go do a live Breaking Bobby Bones, but I might die. That's oh, yeah, the problem yeah, yeah. with it. That'd be the cool thing but about it. But wouldn't that. that be like a live special where they're like, all right, we're going to see if he can actually stick his head in the lion's mouth. And everybody's yeah. like, ooh. And they're like, he's not trained at all. And I wouldn't be. <laughs> and then you do a live version. We'll do it. I don't have the power oh. to call up Nat Geo or Disney and go, I demand a live version. Mm. They don't. We don't have to say it that way. They don't listen. They don't really listen to me. They don't care what I have to say. They just want to oh. see analytics. You so. can't do a how about? I got an idea. Right. Present it more instead of demand. Yeah. And, the, and then we have the the Nat Geo woman. What is her name? She's like very high up. She comes on the she show. She runs the entire company. Exactly. Sorry, I forgot her name. Yeah. Um, but thank you for that. You can watch it. A lot of people talk about the Grand Canyon episode, and that was the scariest thing I've ever done. But the scariest I've ever been. For other people, when I was driving the 18 wheeler on the yeah, road, yeah. have never ha- having been in one before. Yeah. So, but I uh, thank you. I'll I will tell Courtney Monroe, Courtney, pre- president of Nat Geo, that Courtney. you said we demand a live. I didn't. Bobby <laughs> I said you should present it in another way, but. Um, okay, a couple Amy calls. Let's go over to Jacqueline in Colorado, who's listening, and we we're talking about Amy. Amy wants a parrot. Her son wants a parrot. Now Amy wants a parrot. Yes. Jacqueline, talk to us here. Good morning. Amy, do you have any idea how long parrots live? I mean, I've I've heard a really long time. Like, like I'll much? be able to pass it along. Hundred years? Oh, am I wrong? Actually, macaws macaws can live up to a hundred years. Um, uh, cockapoos can live fifty to eighty years. So yeah, you have to prepare for that. Make sure you uh, have someone that's going to take it when you're gone. And- yeah, for sure. Okay, as for long sure. As you know. <laughs> yeah, Who's no. Take it? My son is ten now. I, you know, so we get it now. He can have it with him for the rest of his life, and oh, then man. he'll have kids one day. He can pass it down. You yeah, imagine him trying to date? You know, like you got a parrot. Yeah, my mom bought one when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> Our kids are gonna have it. You want to have a parrot for a hundred years? Well, it's this a, isn't a Susan B. Anthony nickel that, or whatever. This I is mean, a, that's if we get lucky. Uh-huh. I mean, a hundred years—that's. What's long time? Yeah. But might be shorter, might Cock-a-poo. be longer. Cacapoo. Cacapo. How do you say it? I don't know. I say well, cockapoo, but. Cockapoo. 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 <laughs> Y'all, I'm bringing my birds out. I'm bringing them in. We got to stop with the birds. Okay. Thank you, Jacqueline. <laughs> uh, grateful for your call. Okay, bye, yes. Guys. Thank you. All right. Bye bye. Oh, Heather in Idaho is on the phone. Heather, thank you for calling the show. What's going on? Good morning, studio. Morning. morning. Hey, I have a parrot. It's a Nande Conyer. He's about five years old now, and he's amazing. I absolutely love him. He talks. However, he squeals constantly if he does not get enough attention. So if anybody in your house suffers from anxiety, you should think just a little extra because he can drive everybody crazy. Mm-hmm. Shoot. Mm-hmm. Okay. But Ray does that in this room, in this thing. He screams a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, so you could probably handle that. Yeah. Yeah. We'll figure it out. Um, thank you for your call. I tell you, I, I went to the Apple store and I had to get a charger for my computer. And they now sell the chargers in like three different parts. And I love mm-hmm. Apple. Got my Apple Watch, which I have and I use. I like it a little more now because it's not. I, I updated it. It's working pretty good. But but we went and they had these things called Air Tags, basically little tracking dots. Yes. Did you buy an Apple? Seen those, yeah. And Kayla and I were like, well, that's interesting. Because she saw on TikTok where someone had used it and put it in their dog collar. And so I'm asking the guy about it. I'm like, how often do we have to charge these things? He goes, you don't. He goes, they're like watch batteries. They last for a year. And you can get another one. They're like 25 bucks a piece, but they come in a box of four. So we put one in Eller's collar because she loves to escape and run away. And we put one in my wallet, one in the car keys. Caitlin has one on one of her. And 
it works the same as like find my iPhone. And it will literally walk you to something if it's 20 to 30 feet away. And there's also a button you push and the tag will go beep, 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 beep. So you can hear it. That's awesome. How does it stick? Or how does it get into the collar? Well, it doesn't. So, for example, they do have like little keychain things. You can stick it in the keychain. With her, they have a little tab. And okay. I stuck it in the little rubber tab. And then we just attached that to her collar. Okay. It's fantastic. So, I'm, I, again, they're not cheap. They're 25 bucks a piece. But for us, because Ella will run away. We don't know how she gets out sometimes, and we can't find her, and we're all down the road yelling, Ella, bacon, treat, <laughs> just anything. Cause she's, but uh, it's, it's just a fantastic thing that we, makes us feel better because we can now wallet, keys, luggage when we travel, if we're traveling. How that, far does it track it? Like To the end of the earth. Maybe no. even to Mars. <laughs> <laughs> to Mars. But, but it, yes, it's anywhere. anywhere. Wow. Because it's like, find my iPhone. If someone steals your phone, you go on your computer, you find my iPhone, you, you can, can find it anywhere in the world. There it is, yeah. I heard Richard Branson had it in space and I tracked him. Really? That's what I heard. <laughs> <laughs> a guy in New York City learned a harsh lesson about just paying attention to what's happening when you're in the casino. He hit it big playing the slots at the Wind Creek Casino. And he scored a $1,956 jackpot, but he forgot to take his cash redemption ticket. No, when you no, hit, no. it gives you a ticket. It doesn't go, spit the money out. He goes, here's a ticket for how much you want. He walked away, and so somebody saw that, took it, cashed it. <gasps> no. no. Don't they, they have it. video of him getting it? They got the money. Wow. Oh, There's no man. good news to the end of this, or it'd be in Tell Me Something Good. It's good news okay. for the guy that found it. Yeah, 39 after, will you tell me something sucky? <laughs> yeah. That's what right now is. Oh. 55 after is tell me something good. <laughs> 39 hurts. after is tell me something sucky. Dang. That stinks though, huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, Amy saw a street sign and she was just so ready to tell me about it this morning. Go ahead. Tell, tell everybody. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Hold on. I started looking up weird street names, so then I need to go see which one it is. What, uh, I can tell you what it is. It's Bonerwood. Yeah, that's it. There's yeah. a street near here <gasps> called Bonerwood. Bonerwood. I drive by and I'm like, oh my gosh, there's Bonerwood. It's all well, one word. if you word. say it separately like that, of course. It's <laughs> it's all one word, though. So it just <laughs> definitely threw me off because it's like... In where do you mi- live? Bonerwood Drive. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Right. But really, I, where do you live? That's what I started to wonder about people that have to give out that as an address if someone asks for it. And that's when I started Googling some other ones. So they were in my head. And I was like, these poor people, like, have to live on these streets. Did someone not think this through? Like, somebody approves that. Well, so, Scuba Steve, tell... Because it's spelled B-O-N-E-R. W-O-O-D. There's some cities around the country that we're in, and and just that prefix, I think it's Bonnerwood. Mm. No, but it looks like Bonner. Bonnerwood's definitely funner, but it's definitely Bonnerwood. But but it's spelled B-O-N-E-R, wood. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I believe... No one would say Bonnerwood. Well, the English language is all messed up, like... like No, it's not. Do not insult the English language. (laughs) I mean, I guess Scuba Steve's probably correct. Um, I mean, this had to pass city council. That's cool. No, I ha- your well, body. Going, but okay, boner wood funny. But when I grew up on Pecker Metal Drive, <laughs> see, <laughs> see. No, Amy, it's a joke. <laughs> no, I know he didn't really, but I mean, someone probably did. Look, it's, you think somebody grew up on Pecker Metal Drive? <laughs> look, what? boner. Look, there's Bonerwood Drive. Then the, right next to that is Bonerwood Court. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that's where they have all the legal proceedings. <laughs> what did see? But he what? said it could be Bonner, but like that's B O N N E R Bonner. This is not, and this is six miles away from us. Some poor people have to hand that out. You know, someone's like, oh, can I get your address real quick? <laughs> what we do is we send Lunchbox out, I think he's back tomorrow, to find somebody who lives there and be like, hey, what's the name of this street? Oh, perfect. And then they're like, 
boner or boner. We'll see. And, and he, he, needs, he needs a sample size of like five. Okay. And then after they say the name, does he start laughing like hysterically, where he can't even breathe? <laughs> he falls down on the ground. Say it again. Say it again. I <laughs> knew it. He calls his friend up on the phone. Okay, we'll Amy. We'll find. It. I agree with you. I think it's boner wood. No, it, yeah. And okay. I also think it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. It is, and yes, we're twelve, but also I need to know why it got approved. Um, there's a cleaning fairy that went into the wrong New Jersey house. The guy did a TikTok on it, and the it explained exactly what happened here. So I go there today. He tells me that there's a key under the mat. Simple enough. Get the key, go into the apartment, clean the entire apartment. So he calls me and he's like, yo, where are you? And I was like, um, I'm in your living room waiting for you to walk in. I'm playing with your cat. He goes, uh, man, I don't have a cat. What? So comes to find out that I cleaned the wrong apartment and <laughs> broke in and cleaned somebody's random apartment. You're welcome. Oh no. Funny. I looked up where it was 69 Bonawood Drive. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. Over to Eddie, who is filling in for Lunchbox. So there's a Minnesota cop. He's patrolling the night, right? Then he sees a car roll through a red light. He's like, ooh, let me pull this guy over. He sees that there's two people in the car. And as he's pulling him over, the lights are on. He sees a little switcheroo happening. The driver is slowed down, but he's trying to get in the passenger seat, and the other person's trying to get in the driver's seat. Oh, man. Oh, this is it. They're trying to do the old switcheroo. Not a bad idea if they're drunk, right? So he- well, bad idea to be drunk, for the record, until everybody starts messaging me. Right. Horrible yes. idea. Yes. So he pulls up, and he looks in there. He's like, all right, you two get out of the car. And the girl, the one driving now, breathalyzer comes in. She's drunk, too. So they're both drunk, and they both get busted for DUI. <laughs> Thank goodness nobody got hurt. And why would they switch if the other one had been drinking? No idea. I guess the girl thought oh, she Amy was. Amy goes, a- they were drunk. Yeah, like Eddie said. <laughs> Amy looked at me and goes, they were drunk. <laughs> because that's what that was Eddie's point is like, not a bad idea when you're drinking. Right. Like you do stupid stuff when you're drinking. Unfortunately, they were just behind the wheel. I'll tell you, two people pulled up to my house yesterday. I was ordering some Uber Eats or Postmates, one of the two. And two people had pulled up, and I swear to you, one of them was eating my food. Oh, no. Either they were eating some of my food when they pulled up, or they were eating some other food when they pulled up. Yeah. No. And either way, it did not look good, because as I see them pulling into the drive, they're like, and they reach down to get my food. It looked like they were eating my food. That's messed up. You should not eat anything when you're pulling in someone's drive, because it looks like you're eating food. Yeah, but you know if, you, if someone's no, it looked, listen, I know, and it looked like it. I've sweet, had sweet, to accept. Sweet potato fries. Yes. Oh. That's right. And what's better to eat than sweet potato fries? Because <laughs> you don't even notice they're gone. Exactly. I have already come to terms with the fact if I order anything that is involving no. french fries, they're eating one. All I know yes. is when I looked this lady in the eye who was riding passenger who handed me my food, it looked a lot like the eyes of someone who had just eaten oh, sweet potato fries. She looked guilty. <laughs> yes. Like, you got a little something on your face. All right, Eddie. Good story. Right, That's not a good head. story. No, That's no, a bad story. It's funny, though. Yeah, it's a funny story. <laughs> That's your bonehead story of the day. My Twitch show is tonight. So if you're around, I'd love for you to watch it. Starts at 8 o'clock. You can go to my my Twitter, and you can actually find the link to go watch it on Twitch if you don't have Twitch. You can, there's many ways to watch it. But Dustin Lynch is coming by. He's going to play a couple songs live in the room. Uh, Tierra's coming by, who we've had on the show before. So she's going to play, I tell jokes. It's a whole thing. If you got nothing to do, it's better than 80% of the TV shows out there. <laughs> it's not better than Breaking Poppy Bones. But other than that, it's pretty solid. So you guys can watch that tonight. Uh, so I'm doing that. I have some, I'm shooting at the Grand Ole Opry I'm doing today. Uh, going to work out at 1.30. My, my, trainer guy is ex- he's extremely intense 
His name is Kevin Klug. Ever heard of him? Yeah. I know. Yeah, I've seen him. And and I see his truck. <laughs> Everywhere. Yeah. Like he's like I, I saw it this morning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really? He's yeah, like seriously. Like... He's like my friend until until it starts. But we're not friends during the workout. Oh, yeah? He's too intense. He yells at you and stuff? No, he doesn't yell, but he's like, hey, we're on. Rest over. And I'm like, well, we were just cracking jokes five minutes ago. <laughs> Remember we were having a good time talking about life? It, 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 it's, it's hard. <laughs> but uh, my day today is pretty full, but happy that that's the case. Amy, what's up with you today? I'll probably work out, but I'm my own trainer. So, you know, I go as a, go with the flow, take a few phone calls while I do it. <laughs> I wish I could do that. <laughs> Crack some jokes on my own. Um, I have, also I have a podcast interview and then therapy. So that's my day. Eddie, what's up with you, buddy? Um, I'm not working out. Um, and then I have a- <laughs> Listen, I got a wedding. No, I know, I know. And I, know. I got to slowly somehow get ready for this thing. <laughs> no, but Parker McCollum is coming in around noon. We're shooting some video here. So that'd be kind of cool. I've said it many times about Parker McCollum. Didn't think I'd like him. Just because he's like young good looking, and good looking dude, and yeah. good singer. Has everything I always wish I had. Wears like gold chain. But <laughs> I love him. Yeah. I've hung out with him a few times. And every time I meet him and hang out with him, I'm like, dang, I like that guy more and more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's very nice. Yeah. He's kind of a great dude. Well, well, well. We end today's show. Bye, everybody. Bobby Bones. <laughs>